Welcome to Degay's Watch Degrassi podcast where my expertise and my skepticism reveal a new rainbow onto this Canadian after school special. I almost got that right. <laughs> uh, hello everyone. Today we are listening to season two, episode five weird science so this episode is called weird science as i said it is named after the 1985 hit by oingo boingo i actually didn't even listen to it have you ever heard it yeah how like it's you've heard it oh give me a quick bar no (laughs) oh it's very 80s kind of noises yep it's on Spotify. Give it a listen. I also quite like the album cover. Yep. It's one of those 80s songs that's popular. Just like a lot of these titles. They really did well with matching the like songs with the themes of the episodes. But without further ado, let's get to the synopsis of Weird Science. Yep. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Got it. It's got that 80s vibe. Here's the synopsis. The science fair is here, and Emma is aiming to win while she continues to grapple with her mom dating her teacher. She gets in hot water with her li- her rival, Liberty, or her rival, Liberty. <laughs> Liberty. When her classmates find out the truth. Spinner is in hot water himself because he is always in the red these days. He grapples with why this is happening, how to embrace it, and the embarrassing situation Jimmy concocts for him. So that's what's happening in today's episode of Weird Science. It opens up with Emma having a very awkward Chinese dinner with her teacher and her mom. First, her mom says that she forgets someone under the dryer at the salon for an hour. Like, wow, Spike. (laughs) Just a really basic hypothesis. Of her... Uh, healthy food, better performance. Yeah, it's also kind of like way to challenge yourself. Right. To, like, come up with something that no one's ever considered. <laughs> Very true. Also, like trusting JT and Spinner as your test subjects. I mean, let's be real. I would not stick to someone's stupid science plans test regime if it was like eat food you don't like i'd be like sure i'm totally doing that i'm flossing my teeth as well yeah i guess that her whole thing was like i'm gonna give people free food and that's gonna make them do it and then it's like well then you're gonna get bad subjects you know so snake says uh, two very memorable and awkward things he asks emma if she has any hot dates and then He asks her to call him Archie when they're at home. Both very odd. It does kind of remind me, though, of before my aunt and uncle married. I used to call my uncle Raul. You know, it's weird. I feel like I'm always eating sushi when we're recording. And that is a relationship I have to (laughs) separate. That's too much sushi eating. Emma has a blender set up outside. That's one long extension cord, girl. Has to wear a science coat, because how else are you going to ride on mm-hmm. a clipboard 
if you don't have an oversized jacket. I mean, you can't make smoothies and write down how many jumping jacks someone did. In your normal you're clothes. A, la- a lab coat. You might get bacteria on the results. <laughs> but I'm doing a people participating in Emma's project uh, tracker today. So when we first start out, when we first start out, we are coming up on the school. Manny, JT, and Spinner are all there. I'm pretty sure Spinner's there. Yeah, Spinner's jumping rope. Manny is doing jumping jacks. And then there's a few other unnamed people. There's another unnamed person doing jumping jacks. And then three unnamed people sitting. I don't think we've seen them before. And I don't think that we see them ever again. So that's kind of an interesting thing. Later, there's a bunch of other people we do know on her uh, on her project board, her three-ply or whatever. Not three-ply. Three-fold. Tri-board. Yeah, her tri-board. <laughs> Thank you. Three-ply. <laughs> um, but there's a bunch of people we do know there later, so it's kind of interesting that they have stand-ins now, but... They take some of these opportunities to try to kind of make it seem like it's a real school with other people in it. Emma tells Manny about, supposed to call him Archie. They talk about Archie, Betty, and Veronica, who I didn't know a lot about uh, hearing this. Never have. So I did a tiny bit of research from ArchieComics.com. Betty is the blonde, sweet, confident, and caring OG of Archie's affections, whereas Veronica is the rich center of attention, and there's like a love triangle. But the Veronica has, or the Veronica, Veronica has darker hair. I don't know if that's why Emma's like more, that's more my mom's type, but her hair was bleached back in Degrassi High. But ironically, we have a different kind of love triangle forming in the next scene between Jimmy, Spinner, and Ellie. Ellie's still rocking her classic look, triple ponytails, intense eyeliner. I just love it. Jimmy is asking Ellie out and she very clearly says, your ex is my new best friend, so I can't date you. Yet throughout the episode, they talk about why Spinner was able able to get Ellie and not Jimmy, and it's like, she told you guys, dumbasses, she can't date Jimmy because Ashley did. Hello. And you remember bringing your electric guitar to school, mm-hmm. just wearing it on your back, having a nice 30-pound weight all day. Well, I mean, at least there's continuity because later in Craig's band, she plays the guitar. Oh, no, wait, she's the drummer then. <laughs> Uh, I know. I love it. She does play guitar in the upcoming band episodes, though. And here we come up on the first extended scene. Spinner tries to subtly explain he has a boner. He says, my bat, it's wood. And then in the deleted scenes, he says, my banana, because he's eating a banana. (laughs) He also mentions a girl walks by. And in the extended scene, he says, I hear her voice or, you know, he just mentions like it's the tiniest things that are setting it off. And he's sure it's the healthy food that he's eating. (laughs) 
He also calls himself a sex superman. Does having lots of boners make you a sex superman? I don't think so. <laughs> I do kind of like his outfit today, though. Interesting sleeve colors. I like those. And if he's asking, going to ask Miss Hasselakis if he can tell if his fake boobs are like <laughs> their boobs... I do think it's kind of ironic that he's like, I need help, come, and then he's gonna, he's like, help me fill my fake boobs. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is going through her mind? <clears throat> We've also talked about Toby's surveillance project, but he's dressing as a robot. It's like conflicted, like, robot He's dressed like Osimo. <laughs> I am Osimo. Liberty, as usual, is being very smug. Ooh, I'm going to win because my project's so detailed. I think it's also because Emma's hypothesis isn't working out. She overhears that and thinks that's good, but that's totally fine in science mm -hmm. to be wrong. Shame. It's another important part of discovering. So, I never really thought about this before, but JT's stuff he's making is in a blender, so he's blending up flour, lard, and water. Ugh, that probably smells disgusting. And then he accidentally pours it on <laughs> Mrs. Hotsalakos. And he's, like, trying to rub it off. Oh, my gosh. Kick me sign. Did that ever happen to you? Maybe. I'm also going to give a fashion crime ticket. You guys want a real fashion crime? Emma is wearing her same shirt from season one. It's the orange tie-dye shirt with a heart. The one that Spinner made fun of her and said she had a heart on at the first dance. So I just like that they sometimes wear the same clothes because it's not too often where it's like a cartoon character, you know, where it's like how many of those you have. And you're not but... going to make a reference to that he says hard on and this is the episode where he gets a hard on. <laughs> That's hilarious. Maybe that was foreshadowing. See, you make fun of someone else's boner and then you get a boner. When Emma confronts JT, they burp in her face. And I saw on the deleted or bloopers that JT is not actually burping. He's just pretending to, and they put it in in post. But Toby is actually burping. He's doing real fake burps. Ooh, give us another one. Well done. I'm not going to do it because I used to be able to do it, but then you get that situation where it like, won't go away. Do you have that feeling? <laughs> used to be able to speak uh, it's all about swearing as is everything in life it's all about swearing then emma confronts spinner and he says you unleash the beast within then he runs into ellie and ellie and emma kind of see him get a boner and cover it with this binder and emma's like what the She's like, wait, I want to go over these results. And he's like, nah, I got to get out of here. I got a boner. Ergo, here grow. He has a lot of funny stuff to say in this episode. Cut to night and Spike and Snake are watching a movie. It's the same movie noise that they play a lot in the background in Degrassi. It's like kind of hard to describe, but like an upbeat song. 
Well, and what's he supposed to be looking over the results, trying to help? What insight is he going to come up with? Your results are your results. Well, I mean, the I get what you're saying, but his advice is what ultimately is what she ultimately does. You know, he looks at it. She she looks at it from a different angle, you know, and thinks of it in a more creative way. Cheeto's joining the podcast. Then give an Einstein quote. Yeah, he gives an Einstein quote. Which is, marry your cousin. <laughs> That's a little bit interesting. Literally his first cousin? Pretty sure. Wow. And I if mean... I'm wrong, may the state of Einstein sue me. <laughs> You're like, I'm willing to take that risk. <laughs> You know, I don't think we reach enough people for them to get concerned. <laughs> nope. So after he tries to offer her some advice, he she says, Wow, how helpful it is to have you right here in my house. Emma just loves her little bitchy comments. I mean, to be fair, he's eating ice cream straight out their ice cream tub with his spoon. Could you imagine if a teacher did that to you? Like, came in your house with a spoon, your spoon, ate in your tub. It's like you can't even get yourself a bowl. You're just going to bring the whole tub to the couch. I'd be like, when you're done with that, put it in the deep freezer. I'm going to give it seven days before I touch it again. I'd never touch it again. (laughs) (laughs) Just take that home with you. We're done with it. It's haram now. Ooh, okay, (laughs) but you paused it at a cool moment because I didn't think about, I don't know if the ice cream is product placement, but there's definitely some deep product placement happening way behind them. (laughs) Seven slamming spices. Uh, Yo, dog. Hey, don't get off of my fries, dog. So way behind them on top of the fridge is Oreo something and Quaker something, so... That's a product placement I missed the first time around. All the different projects are really, a lot of them involve really intense props that you maybe would have had at this era, but we were already leaving the time of like, I have this ridiculous prop for my science project, you know? Like for most of these types of things, I was already doing PowerPoints by the time, you know? Let's see. I wonder what the project with the flip-flops about. It's like right there. Both Ryan Cooley. Oh, I see. Um, maybe like history or something. I don't know. There's a llama picture or is that a centaur? Point it out. Beside Toby. The right of Toby. Oh, I think that it's a woman. We just can't tell. Because it's JT's project about the fake boobs. He made a silicone replacement, water, flour, and lard. And they did flour with a W instead of with a U. That's really funny. That was incorrect, whoever did the subtitles. Alright, we're back with Emma, and here we go with our people participating tracker. When we look behind her throughout the next couple scenes, we can see... Ashley, Terry, Hazel, Jimmy, 
Sean, and Spinner all participated in her project. We knew JT and Spinner, but um, why weren't those other people out in front? And why was there random people who don't seem to be on the board or like Emma's perfectly, you know, covering them with her body so she, we can't read their names? It's kind of funny. Manny gives Emma the inspiration to change the name of her project when she says that chocolate tastes like happy. So she changes it from the virtue of a healthy breakfast to the mind-body connection. Liberty shows how to grow weed plants. <laughs> oh, if only. She was very anti-weed throughout the show, even when they were in college, though. Her, her project's basically watching plants die. How is that a project? Or watching them grow. People are so weird. It I would be funny if they had a watching paint dry was their project. Margin of error, it makes sense because it's Spinner. I don't think will hold up in a journal of science. Mm -mm. It's also vaguely ableist since, you know, his nickname comes from the fact that he has ADHD and like, you know. So, when in reality, he did worse because he was unhappy that he's getting so many boners. <laughs> so, we got another product placement. Seven slamming spices. No, I think he did better on the health food. Or I don't know. Did he do worse on the junk food? No, JT, yeah, JT and Spinner were the two people that did worse when they were eating healthy food than they did when they were eating uh. junk. For JT, it was because burritos and chocolate make him happy. And for Spinner, it's because he was miserable about getting boners. Oh, man, I wish you put that in the project. <laughs> you see, he's walking with a big flagpole right now. I mean, it's kind of questionable if she finds out that he was getting boners the whole time until very end of season nine. If anything, that just means JT's the margin of error because Spinner was just distracted by boners. <laughs> yeah, And pretty the results much. are unconfirmed yet. So the product placement being that he has Gatorade and like 12 Twinkies in his locker, his plan is to eat hella Twinkies and that's gonna like counteract the health food molecules. <laughs> Chemicals and preservatives are the antidote. So in this scene, they're walking up and getting into, or they're walking up to go into uh, Mrs. Kwan's class. And there's a hilarious deleted scene that had a couple, it was like a deleted scene with a couple alts. In one version, Miss Kwan's just kind of reading this poem that's like, it goes like, how I love you, let me count the ways, blah, 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 blah. And she's just saying it in kind of a really romantic way. And then she says to Spinner, you're not supposed to be eating. You have to go throw that away. And he's like, I can't. And it's like, LOL, you just got a boner for Miss Kwan. And then in one of the other alts, she's reading the poem. And I think that they were going to like add stuff in the background like maybe music and stuff because they had like a wind machine going and it was kind of like that scene with toby when it's like she wants me she needs me with emma and her hair's like blowing and she's all lit up 
and she doesn't know it yet. So I really wish they had let that left that in, but you know. One of the unsung background characters, Nadia, who's in grade seven, she just disappears after a while. Is she meant to be in a wheelchair? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It just looked like she was weirdly sitting. No, yeah, she's in a wheelchair. So. Oh, there we go. Liberty's already walking to the front saying, I hope the engraver spelled my name right. How would they spell? Oh, Van Zandt, maybe. Yeah. But Emma wins instead, and Liberty is so jealous. She says she's not jealous, she's appalled, but in reality, she's just got such a big head. She's like those frogs in Rocco. Classic scene with Spinner saying that Sheila was, like, hitting on him by giving him all the free food. And also, another product placement. Seven slamming spices. Them same Del Monte peaches or whatever that Paige was eating. Was that last episode? Yeah. Del Monte, Gatorade, and Pringles are like the ones that are up there. They must donate a lot of money. He's got an orange. He's taking an orange. He's I, made out. He's going to have it for you. It was jokes. I also realized recently that they still have Fruitopia in Canada in a lot of places. Cool. I'm like, damn, I'm jealous of them. Ah, yes, the media immersion where they're learning stuff that's completely pointless, out of date, and has no bearing on literally anyone's life. And I'm an IT tech, and I'm just like, what's this? You don't need to know what a frontside bus is? No! You've never needed that? (laughs) No, no, I haven't. Uh, But the whole point of this scene is that Emma, Emma and Manny are IMing, and Manny accidentally emails the whole class, telling them that Snake and Spike are dating. Liberty is already plotting with her ugly fingernail color and <laughs> is gonna bring us straight into the whatever it takes moment in a couple minutes. But first, Jimmy sees Ellie giving Spinner her number. Which is pretty funny because, I don't know, it just doesn't seem right. Ellie and Spinner, that would have been a weird couple if that ever happened. You're right. Spinner doesn't get into a weird couple like him and Emma. Yeah, or even Darcy. Yeah, basically any. (laughs) He only really made sense with Jane, to be honest. And then she went and screwed it up. But we haven't gotten there yet. I have feelings about it, though. Spinner says he's a lover, not a fighter, when Jimmy tries to fight him. Evolution class. Charles Derwin said, man must spread his seed to survive. Ergo, hair grow. One of the classic Spinner mispronunciations. And Jimmy says, dude, it's Darwin. There is no Durin. (laughs) Spinner tells him he should eat health food. (laughs) Then he could have gotten Ellie's number. Again, he wouldn't have gone Nellie's number unless he could have gone back in a time machine and not dated Ashley. I don't get how they don't get that part. But they're just boys and, you know, they think what they think. But that leads us to the whatever it takes moment of the episode. Liberty decides to sort of debate 
Emma into trying to give back the award. He's biased, you know, Snake is biased in her favor, you know, and it should bother her because she's a woman of conscience. And it's like, Liberty, you just want the award. Do you apply lip gloss while looking sideways backwards in the mirror like Manny? Is that a move? What was she doing? She was like putting it on like this. (laughs) Sort of backwards. I mean, yeah. Honestly, it was probably so that the, like, angle was right so that you couldn't see the camera, if I had guessed, but I think she's also just completely, like, really to liberty because she's such a bitch. Oh, I see it now. That is weird. See? I think it's because we're not supposed to know that... I don't know. They're doing an interesting thing where they're looking into the mirror backward and then they're filming them in the mirror rather than filming their faces. I'm guessing it's an angle thing they did so that you couldn't see the camera in the mirror, but it looks mad weird, not natural. (laughs) Oh man, Emma just confronting so many people in this episode. Now she's confronting snake about guys like him you know trying to bribe the kids we're in english class or drama drama english english drama there's a lot of drama done in english it's kind of interesting and jimmy's wearing a crown i guess he's like the winner the chooser of the day for some reason miss kwan lets him set up a porno scenario where Spinner's delivering a package and Paige has to sign for it, which leads us to the it goes there moment of this episode. This was a little bit of a less dramatic episode, so not as intense as some of our other it goes there moments, but Spinner tries to avoid Paige, just take it and sign. Why don't you come in for a little drink? No, I can't because I hate you. (laughs) It's kind of hilarious because he's bad at acting, but also like, I mean, he's bad, like Spinner's bad at acting, but he's trying to just think about not getting a boner and it doesn't work. Miss Kwan makes him turn around even though he has a raging boner and it's like, wow, Miss Kwan, bitch move. Also, I thought he was supposed to be broke. Why is he wearing an Obey shirt? Also, he was wearing Volcom in the other episode, and it's like, I thought he's going to be broke. Yeah, there's some things that they, like, add in later. It's not really convenient for him to be broke for the, like, plot yet, so he's not. They're back in the cafeteria. Jimmy's trying to cheer Spinner up, which is another one of our deleted scenes. They're talking about boners and stuff, and Jimmy tells him, you just gotta have a technique. When I get in your situation, I think about golf. Golf is so unsexy that it makes him not have a boner. I don't know. Does it work that way? No. Sheila has a classic moment where she's talking about aphrodisiacs and said, I cooked clams up for my hubby, but all he got was gas. Uh, So funny. 
But she basically tells them it's all about hormones and to relax. Thinks it's Jimmy's problem and not Spinner's, which is pretty funny. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't really care. (laughs) She says it'll pass and gives him a little, like, attaboy, like, chin bump thing with the fist. That old people thing. Where are they coming back from? They are coming from a wedding because she won the centerpiece. That's that thing she's holding. You win so, the centerpiece? So at some weddings, that that's what they'll do, especially if it's something like flowers that's going to die. And I honestly didn't think about it at our wedding, but I kind of wish we had done that because then we had 12, like, succulents growing in bottles, and I was like, what the hell do I do with these things? <laughs> Should have auctioned them off so people could, like, have a plant to take home, you know? It's really pretty, though. It has big snapdragons on it, and I really like snapdragons. I like to make him talk. Hey, baby. You want to go to the flower show? Wow, he's wearing a tex. He's pretty dressed up. Emma looks like she's being released from the children's hospital. She's always wearing really, like, not pajamas kids wear. Like, you pretty much stop wearing nightgowns at a certain age. I'm pretty sure, and you start wearing just, like, pants or whatever, but, you know... But this leads us to the make it through moment of the episode. They have a heart to heart conversation. Emma is pretty good at these heart to hearts. She has a lot of them in the first few seasons. She says that she doesn't want to be treated like a little pet. He assures her that he's not going to treat her any differently, even though people think what they want to think. But she doesn't want to transfer out of his class. Which is like kind of saying, you know, I like you. I like you as a teacher, basically, in not so many words. And then he says straight up, I was really proud of you today. You know, you deserve first place. What you did was really cool. They connect and it's really cute. They do this little thing where they go back and forth and call each other different names. And if you watch the bloopers for this season... In the bloopers, they say even more names. So Emma calls him Snake, Archibald, Snakester, Broomhead, Gangly Penguin, and Carrot Top. And then <laughs> Snake calls Emma Emmers, Emilata, Eminem, Gerbil, Broomhead also, and Blondie. So it's kind of a funny little, like extended blooper scene where they do more names but that brings us to the end of the episode oh i really like that episode it's one of the you know less intense more sweet you know it's just their problems as young children and you know nothing too worrisome is happening yet Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you enjoyed Oingo Boingo with us. And <laughs> stay tuned for next week where we will be watching Drive. Craig is getting pretty close to his new father figure, Joey. And it feels good to be trusted and to be taken care of someone by someone who is good. But then Craig is tested when Joey goes away and he stays home by himself with some friends. And as we've discussed before, Craig's boundary problems get the best of him. So do you think that will be drama? You know it. It's Degrassi. One more note. 
If you love the internet, join us on Facebook and Instagram. We have a weekly battle of the props after each episode drops where we pick our favorite two props and you can vote on your favorite. So come check that out too. Okay, David, carry us out. Oh, he turned on his computer. That means it's time for video games. I know I can make it.